October 31st, 2020. Hundreds were in Graham for a march to the polls. A clash between law enforcement and marchers. This week, I spoke to two Elon News Network alumni on how October 31st impacted them a year later. This is ENN Radio, a weekly podcast from Elon News Network, bringing you the story behind the headlines. I'm Kira O'Connor. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? I'm going to try to get a better lighting situation. <laughs> Christian Galvano was one of five Elon News Network reporters in the field on October 31st. Now he works as a producer in Charleston, South Carolina. So my first question for you, Christian, is could you tell me kind of like what you remember of going to the march to the polls, like how you remember that event? It was a passion-charged day, all day, and it started at a local church, and we made our way downtown, and what I remember is how quick it changed. It went from passionate and motivational and optimistic to ruin and heartbreak and destruction in probably less than five minutes. And it all started when uh, they were doing the silence in the middle of the street and police told them to get off. And then any time after that, it just completely, you know, I think at least turned the mood, you know. Um, there was... There was a lot of devastation from people's faces and people's emotions that day. And um, as a journalist, when you're covering that, as you know, it takes a lot out of you. You don't really know what to do because you want to be impartial. You want to see what's happening and write down stuff in real time. But you're literally watching people getting pepper sprayed right in front of you. You know, you're watching people, what you think is tear gas at the time, getting tear gassed. Um, it's, it's a lot, you know, and, um, as a student, it taught me that you need to focus on your work. You need to focus on what's happening in the moment 
and uh, yeah. Kind of touched on another question I had was, you know, what was your process like for covering it, especially as you said, when it's hard to be impartial and it's so passionate and there's so much happening, what was your process like afterward? I don't think I really sat down and thought about it heavily until probably five or six days after, which is definitely not a good mental health thing, by the way. Like you should really go home, have a nice coffee or tea or something and kind of just, you know, reflect on it. But my healing process afterwards didn't really come until five or six days afterwards because we had the election right after it, which is not a good mental health thing to do. You need to really go home, think about it, reflect. Uh, what I did was talked about it with friends, talked about it with coworkers and family members out to dinner. And you just need to, I think, just say it out in the open, talk about it, because it's really, really important to recognize that this is a It's a hard thing to, to comprehend. It's a hard thing to swallow, you know. Um, we had a real racial reckoning in 2020, um, especially over the summer. Um, but it kind of trickled into the fall as well as election season was upon us. Um, and it was really, really important for all of us as journalists to discuss that. Like, what is happening in our community? That is really important, you know. Um, I remember, you know, obviously turning into my senior year at that time, there was a lot of new things happening. We were wearing this thing on our faces, turned into two months, then three months, then it turned into the whole year. There's a lot of things that you just need to talk about with friends, you know, and, um, it's really important to have that, those conversations because you can't just bury it deep inside of you you know, um, because it will eat away at you. You know, it's really important for your mental health to talk about it with your coworkers of what your community is facing and what you can do to be an asset to it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. And you kind of touched on this, but I did want to, you know, ask, how did this event covering the march kind of change you as a journalist going forward and impact how you know you tell stories and go into journalism? It changed me as a journalist because I think it was the first time that I realized that work that we do also affects us. Not only was I, you know, part of the community that I was covering, I also felt the same emotions and felt the same, I guess, anger that was happening at those protests. And that's fine. Don't show it in your reporting, show it in the way that the community is feeling through your reporting. And that's really important, right? And that's what taught me a lot, right? I had multiple people come up to me because just because, you know, I was, I had a camera out and I was talking to people and I had multiple people come up to me saying, did you see what just happened? And I said, no, but can you tell me? And that's huge, right? 
you need to be an asset. You need to be a mouthpiece for whatever is happening and what's going on. Um, and that's what, what I really learned a lot that day, you know. Um, Elon was really supportive afterwards. They, they, you know, John Dooley was right there with the, with the, you know, <laughs> ready to go. That was like really helpful after that. Um, and it changed me as a journalist because it, it just realized how my work is important. Just realized how our work is always important. Um, and sometimes you lose sight of that. Joining me now is Bella Seaman a senior from last year who just graduated. Bella, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. And tell us a little yeah. bit about where you are now. I, am cur I currently live in Connecticut. Um, I work for ESPN as a production assistant at SportsCenter Highlights. So I cut a ton of highlights for SportsCenter. I do SportsCenter Top 10 where I get to produce that. Um, and then I also work for the investigative unit. Um, so we're doing some really interesting stories that I can't wait um, to see through fruition and come out and go on air. So, yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. Wow, that sounds really cool. I'm so glad that, you know, you're in such an awesome position. Yeah, it's definitely been a great transition from Elon to ESPN just because of, like, everything that I was taught at Elon. Um and it just made me feel so much more comfortable going from school to in the workplace. And I couldn't be more thankful for, honestly, this opportunity um, because I loved every second of it. That's so great to hear. And today we're going to be discussing some stuff you did do at Elon. Um, so you were one of the five reporters at the March to the Polls last Halloween. Can you tell me a little bit about what you remember most from that day? when we were 
drive everyone back. Um, and it wasn't even my car. And we stopped at CVS, and I was dumping water all over our photographer's eyes and Christian's eyes, and it, it was crazy. But it was amazing to see, like, this is what journalists do, and this is what why we're here. We're here to report what actually happened. And the fact of the matter is, is everyone got pepper sprayed <laughs> that day. And we still really don't know why. Um, even after, and then the next day there was press conferences with um, Reverend Drumwright, there was press conferences with the Grand Police, and there were still a lot of an- questions unanswered. Um, and then the next day, it was kind of crazy because then the next day we had Ian at Ellen um, on Monday, and I interviewed Reverend Drumwright, and then two days later was the election, and there was kind of a similar thing happened two days later. So that's pretty much Definitely. And I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head. There are a lot of unanswered questions. And looking at the year since then, you know, what have you experienced? You know, what has this impact been being there? And like you said, getting to see what journalists can be involved in on the ground. so much more what journalists are doing to you know keep corruption out of governments and make sure the public is informed and a lot of people right now especially are saying like oh the media the media and whether that's like cable news local news the media I think it really shows hey we were here this is what happened and like there wasn't any bias in our reporting um, because it was important for us to show hey there was this amount of people then the sheriff's department came out and the grand police department were there and all of a sudden everyone was getting pepper sprayed and no one really knew what was going on. Um, so I really think it, it, it was interesting because I felt like I was like the mama bear of like everyone that was there and I had to make sure everyone was okay. And that's just who I am. But it, it was definitely an experience that made me grow as a journalist because it was a story that needed to be told and needed to be told right. And we worked through so many different ways of how it would have been told um so yeah I'm just honestly at this point looking back like thankful that I had that experience before going into the real world definitely and has it really has it changed you know how you report and how your journalism looks now you know having been through that event really 
shows now today in my work of, hey, if I'm working on something for the investigative unit, what more can we dig into it? And what answers are not, what questions are not answered? So I definitely think it has helped me as a journalist, like, grow and mature and realize, hey, this is, this is the reality of it. And we're going to have to, we're going to have to deal with it and tell these stories. Well, thank you so much, Bella. I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with me. And that's it for this week on ENN Radio. Subscribe to ENN Radio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And follow us on social media at Elon News Network. For the latest news, visit our website, elonnewsnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>